0: On this episode, learn what every musician needs to know whether you're touring the world making thousands of dollars, or if you're lucky enough to make $50 at the end of the night, and I tell you my favorite Vietnamese restaurant. Don't worry, you can thank me
1: later. Thank me later.
0: Hey everybody. Welcome to the Balance Room podcast with Ingrid Wood. I am your host, of course, Ingrid Wood. Uh I know sometimes episode 1 can sometimes be the awkward episode. Hopefully this won't be. Um but I am definitely going to spare you a long boring autobiographical introduction about myself. But what I will tell you is uh I I'm a Cincinnati Ohio native, I'm a musician, and I love to create things. Whether uh, I create things audibly, visually, musically, I just love to create things. This first episode will probably be the longest episode, only because I just want to take a couple minutes um, not a couple minutes, a little bit of time to explain to you what the different segments are of this podcast. There will be five different segments. So I will talk about that in a second. But the name Balance Room uh, was influenced from my short lived career as a chemist. Almost right out of college, I worked as a chemist and for seven years and, and juggled the musician side of my life with that. And in September of last year, 2014, I decided to give my two weeks notice to the chemistry world and to dive full time into the music and the creative side of my life. Um, Take that next step uh, in my entrepreneurship journey. But um, but yeah, but being in that world, the science world, there is literally a room in the lab called a balance room where we go and we are able to weigh things out accurately and we take those materials go back in the lab and we use them however we need to use them and that's the what the skeleton with the intention of the balance room uh is about is for myself and and another guest that i'll have on here to weigh in on things and for you all and myself also as a listener to to take these things and to use them how we need them you know whether it's just enjoyable entertainment um or if we're able to to use these out in our own fields of work but I'm going to go ahead and get into talking about what the different segments are. So like I said, there's five segments. First segment is called Seven Up Stories, where myself or a guest will tell a story in seven minutes or less. And the topic will usually and hopefully be something where there will be a business takeaway from that story. Second segment will be called Songology, where myself or a guest uh, will talk about a song that we are affiliated with, whether, you know, we are affiliated on the writing process, production, engineering, how, whatever the case may be, we are affiliated with it and we'll share some sort of background story about a particular song. Third segment will be called Go To Gadget, where myself or one of my friends will talk about uh, a gadget that we're using at the moment that we're really feeling. Fourth segment, probably one of my favorite segments, is called Hashtag ask E seats Eric seats Eric seats is one of my great friends a big brother in the music industry he has done a whole lot of things um I could spend a whole podcast talking about the things that he's done but just on the, on the music side and the industry side he has so much experience and so much information he's a great person to ask questions uh which I do and so I want for this first episode I'm going to ask him questions um ask him maybe a question, but I want you all as a listener to email me at the balance at gmail.com spell the way it's supposed to be spelled the balance room at gmail.com and ask me a question or at send in a question that you want Eric seats to answer. And in the subject, say, ask E Seats. Uh, but Eric Seats, he is a he's a drummer, he's a producer, Grammy Grammy nominated producer. He's worked on projects with Aaliyah, Leah, um, Destiny Child, a bunch of people. Can you let him watch out more but he's a drummer for a lot of people. Just to name a couple, Patty LaBelle, Leila Hathaway, and I met him actually at one of Layla Hathaway's live shows. I met the band and I was a fan of his before and I got to meet him and he's just a really cool person and kept in contact and I have worked on one of his his latest project his own project called Project Sidio but we will get with him later uh, for the segment Ask E Seats and the fourth segment no that was the fourth segment fifth segment which will be the last segment is called Tear of the week and tear is it's another science term, T A R E, and it basically means where you set the balance back at zero. So at the end of each episode, I'm going to talk about something that kind of gives me balance and sets me back to a good place and really just preparation for the next podcast episode that's to come and the tear of the week could be for me anything that like a, a food or a restaurant or a movie whatever it is but it'll be something that sets the balance room back at zero so let's get into it okay so this story starts in october 2014 which is about almost exactly a year from right now so I, in October of 2014, I self-released my live EP, Going Live A Five, with myself, Ingrid Wood, and the Wood Tribe Orchestra. Uh, it's digital, of course, but it's also a CD and a DVD. Now, one of my goals with this project was to really expand my, my fan base, my support base, but have a support that engaged. So they come to shows, they actually buy music, and don't just stream it. Um, they share this this music and this journey with their family and their friends and their inner circle and on their social media. And so I'm like, okay, what better way to find those supporters than to do live shows? Because they'll actually come to shows, live shows. So one of the shows that we booked was in um, Alabama, and <laughs> after running a truck. That was big enough to fit bodies safely. Well, bodies and equipment safely. Um, And gas and all the other things that come along with that. Even the venue itself down there. They didn't have everything that we needed um, for the show. So we had to go get some more audio equipment. Which happens sometimes. But got back home and I was about $1,000 in the red.
1: Oh my
0: God. And I realized very quickly that it was not going to be. It wasn't. It really wasn't in my budget to do that, but it definitely wasn't going to be in my budget to do that again anytime soon. So that was an issue. And then I thought like, okay, well, you know, I can definitely and am definitely going to do shows locally where I am. But I don't want to oversaturate. You know, I don't want to perform so much where people get to the point where they're like, oh, I'll just catch the next one. I'll catch the next one. I'll catch the one after that. Uh, I'll catch the next one. And then they never come. And, um, and, and another thing about, you know, where I am, sometimes venues, a lot of venues just want cover bands. And although myself and the Wheelchop Orchestra, although we do covers, we're we're original music band. I perform my original music. So what I tried to do was space out the shows as best as I could. Um, but it's it was getting almost to the point where I was continually feeling like... I was on a campaign trail and just like, please come to my shows. Please come to my shows. Don't you want you want to come to my shows? Come on, please come to my shows. And I got old and I, you know, I didn't want people to, I was starting to get to the point where, where I felt like people were felt like I was on a campaign trail. So that was one thing. But what I ended up doing was kind of trying to look at the, um, The consumer market in general and and not just music consumers, but just consumers and myself. I will get on my phone, go on my web browser and I will buy something online to have it shipped to me a couple days later when I know that I can just get in my car, drive 10, 15 minutes down the street, go into a physical store, make a purchase and come back home and have in my hands uh, something that I thought about the same day. And uh but no, I'd rather just get on my phone, order something online, go about my business for the day and know that a couple of days later it's going to show up. And that's the the type of consumer we have. You know, we don't go to Blockbuster anymore. We just download things off of Netflix. <laughs> we don't go to the record store anymore. I do, but a lot of us don't go and we just download music and stream it for free. So after looking at that, I was like it took me a while. But I eventually came up with the idea to do online shows. I have this rehearsal space. Well, I have my my own rehearsal space studio that I'm already paying for. I have all this equipment that I've invested in over the years. I have internet. I have webcams. I have the capability to put on an online show. And I ended up finding a platform called Concert Window, which I will probably do a 7-Up story about on another podcast. So I'll spare you all the details today. But I found Concert Window, which allowed me to pretty much recreate the the live show just make it a virtual show but on this platform I'm able to do a live show that you can it only you you have to watch it I'm not gonna um show it again I'm not gonna you know you have to be there to to be a part of it um in all in one window you can watch a live show you can buy merch you know people were able to buy t-shirts music whether it was digital physical people bought tickets to physical shows um, they were able to talk to me. I'm able to talk to them. They're able to chat with each other, uh, all in one window. And so I did, I did this series, a four month series where I did a show a month and and concert window even gave me the option to make my concerts paid, um, or free or pay what you want. And I decided I'm just going to let people, you know, enjoy this experience for free. And, but that first show, all well, I was saying, I did it for four months, one show a month. And that first show, I had people watching the concert from Ohio, of course, but California, Texas, Chile, Brazil. Um, But it was such a, a cool experience. And the main takeaway from the story is that a lot of times in business, it's a lot about solving problems. And it's a lot about um, meeting people's needs. And so I was able to solve the issues that I have, that I had, and I was able to meet people's needs. And I was even able to meet a need that people didn't even know that they needed, which is a plus in business. And knowing that everybody's not going to like me, I'm not going to meet everybody's needs and that's okay. Um, But I was able to meet and you know, people want live music, but we are so conditioned in this consumer world to just get things at the click of a link and have it come to us. And I just had to be willing to meet people where they are and get out of my own frustrated thoughts to to be able to clear my mind to think about it. But I think uh, my seven is almost up. So for the songology segment, I want to talk about on this first episode the uh the theme song of this podcast. It's a song called Thank Me Later, off of a project called Going Live in Five. It's written and produced by Yours Truly, and uh it's it's a it's a live take of it. So on it we have Gary Langford on guitar, Antoine Franklin on organ and keys, um Glenn Person on keys, Kigwana Cherry on bass, Jonathan Mango on drums, myself on lead vocals, uh, and on background vocals, we have Alethea Evans, Stephanie Ivory, Stacia Clark, Lynn Moon, and Velverstein Shaw, and that's the the Woodtrap Orchestra who recorded this project. Um, I love this song. This is like, this is one of my, one of my top, songs that that I've that I've worked on that I've written and produced um I know people say you're not supposed to get high on your own supply but I love this song And it's like what's the point of making music that you would not want to bump to the heavens yourself and I love this song but you heard the uh the chorus at the beginning of this podcast I'm just gonna let you hear a little bit of a verse
1: hold on to your heart for the world, we'll try.
0: so this song is actually it's an arrangement of 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 an original which I made which is on um my 2011 project called two weeks notice it's a 16 track project two weeks notice t-o-o-w-e-a-k uh so I'm gonna let you hear the original version real quick I basically did was I just rearranged it I wanted to give it a different vibe a different feel I wanted I changed up that that the kick drum and really just the rhythm period and even the the guitar lick in the beginning just gave it a different feel and um, one of my, another great friend of mine, uh, Robert Brisbane, AKA Big Bris, he mixed and mastered this entire project, big ups to him. Uh, he's incredible, worked on, worked on some great projects. Um, but when he, when he sent me one of the passes, the, the background vocals, they sounded like it. the way he had it, it sounded like it was so many more vocals cause of the, the certain, uh, reverb, that he had on there and I told him I was like keep that but you know the the harmony sort of get lost and muddled in that but I want you to keep that but take those same vocals and strip it and lay those on top of it so that you have it so it sounds full but then that stripped down the stripped down vocals you can hear the definition of the harmonies and and when he sent it back to me I, I loved it but um when we perform the song, sometimes I like the band to <laughs> into uh, intro this song with Super Mario Brother intro. So I'm just going to let you hear just a little bit of a soundbite of one of our uh, most recent performances. We performed in Cincinnati at this venue called Urban Artifact. So just check out this real quick soundbite um, to close out this segment. <laughs> Música e to gadget right now is my ambient mic i love it it's uh it's made by zoom z-o-o-m and the model is h2n n is in no price wise it's a little under 200 um which really is it's not that bad especially not bad it's pretty cheap for a mic and a mic that works this well um but, yeah, like I said, it's an ambient mic, so you don't have to hook up an XLR or anything like that. You just put it in a room and, and turn it on and hit record. Um, it's powered by two AA batteries. Um, I use this mic to record my live shows. Like, the, the Mario Brother intro you heard a little a minute ago, I used this mic to record that. Um, and, actually, I had it sitting where I should not have had it sitting, which was right in front of the speaker. But, um I use that mic for this and for other live shows I use it when I record video uh, because a lot of times those expensive DSLR cameras take great art or great photos and video but audio capture sucks so I usually use the ambient mic and then sync the audio up when I edit. but I love this mic. Even with, um, I have a video on my YouTube channel. It's called Ingie's Medley. And the audio, I sang into this mic because I didn't feel like pulling out an XLR cable and hooking it up. And I didn't feel like doing all that. I just popped in my, this ambient mic into Logic and I just sang on it. And it recorded the audio fairly well. Just put a little pop filter on top of it. And it was, it was cool. Um, But yeah, that's my go-to gadget right now. So we're about to get into hashtag Ask Seats. As you probably already know, I have a band called the Woodtrap Orchestra, of which I am the band leader. But just being in a band in general, there's a lot of different dynamics. So for this first episode, I really wanted to ask Eric a band question. So the question I posed to Eric was... What universal advice can he give to musicians in bands? And it doesn't matter whether you are touring the world making thousands of dollars or whether you are playing locally and barely able to make any money at the end of the night. What advice can you give us musicians? I'm about to hand it over to Eric.
2: First off, I want to start off with a shout out to my little sister, Ingrid Wood. Talented, motivated, driven, intelligent uh, young lady. In this music game here and the question and I'll give my honest opinion and it's only my opinion um, this answer will probably fluctuate with different individuals and rightfully so because everybody's get down has not been the same path and um, they're all to be considered so my opinion um, on touring the world and playing quote-unquote locally uh, or at a smaller gig, I think any gig or another chance to play is just good in itself. Um I think it's very important to be open minded don't get stuck in a a mindset of saying you don't leave the house unless it's a certain dollar amount um, because soon after that, the opportunities might dwindle, and you don't want to have that reputation or um you know because when that phone stops ringing it's serious so Be open-minded and be ready to do anything, whether it's a a crowd of fifty thousand or a crowd of um, five people. I think you you should play the same, give the same amount of energy off because you never know who's watching. Um, And 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 quality is better than quantity. So five people that can actually help you and promote you and further your career is better than fifty thousand people that can't do anything for you. So don't. Don't look at it with that eye because I, um, that's a, I, don't, I wouldn't use the word longevity associated with that kind of career. But um, to this day, <clears throat> I still, uh, you know, even being on the road with a, a Patti LaBelle or Layla Hathaway or whoever, um, I, I, I don't compare budgets. You know, I think everybody's, uh, everything is a custom situation or for me, everything has been a custom situation. That's not only in live playing uh, the actual drums, but that's been in the production game. Um, uh, Different companies just just have different things to work with. And just considering and and judging overall and making the best decision for you in your life. Just being optimistic, man, is going to have you, um, you know, working for a long time and not just riding a tidal wave. You want to stretch it out and 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 make it last forever if you need it to be, but um, I'm ever changing. I'm ever growing. None of us have it figured out. Um, you know, somebody may totally disagree with what I just said, but, and that's fine too. Um, but there is there there is no one formula uh, to success. That's, you know that that's a mind that's a a personal translation as well. You know, success is different things for different people. So that being said, you know just. Do what's best for you. Follow your heart, number one. And make sense with it. Make sure you know. Uh you don't mess up a good thing, you know, and that you just, you just just do your best at all times. But like I said, um, you're not doing it for anybody else but yourself anyway, okay? Um, shout out, thanks for having me as a guest and I hope you, that you got something out of it. God bless. Peace, peace, and I'm out. Don't forget to check out that project CDO. I think I believe it's song number six, uh, Joy and Pain if it's one in there if I'm wrong number six but joy and pain featuring my little sister Ingrid Wood um that's project c-d-o-s-i-d-i-triple-o dot com check it out peace season well
0: I appreciate you Eric for taking the time out to answer that question and don't forget you guys send your questions in that you want Eric to answer send them to the balance room at gmail.com and you can find Eric on Instagram and Twitter, both at uh, at Eric Seats, E-R-I-C-S-E-A-T-S, at Eric Seats. So, for the first episode of The Balance Room, I want to shine light on uh, one of my favorite Vietnamese restaurants for my tear of the week. It's called... Falling thing located in downtown Cincinnati at Finley Market. Uh, I love this restaurant. All the ambient noise you hear right now was picked up on my Google gadget uh, for this episode, the Zoom H2n. I set the mic on the table out while I was eating, but I love this restaurant. The prices are really good. The service is really good. The food is amazing. If you do not care for crowds, you may not like this restaurant because it's always pretty packed. But I'll be honest, I cannot. I don't. I don't feel comfortable around big crowds, but I will go to this restaurant. I don't mind it. I'll get over that um, to eat here. But usually when I go, I eat the chicken uh, sandwich or the vegetable foe. This time I went, I got the, the fried egg rolls because I really wasn't too hungry. But I was in the mood for Fo lang thing. So, bottom line, if you are in Cincinnati or if you come to Cincinnati, make sure you check out Fo thing. Thang. Uh, but until next time, I am Ingrid Wood. You can always find me at IngridWood.com or on Instagram at iWood. Twitter, the same thing, at IWood, and Wood is silent E at the N-W-O-O-D-E. And this is a new podcast, but you can find it on uh, Instagram and Twitter at The Balance Room. And you can find it on Facebook, The Balance Room, spelled the way it would look in Webster's Dictionary. But until next time, thank you guys. God bless. Please tell everybody about this. Uh, you can thank me later and stay balanced.